because I lost my train.
my own karate doll. Did you see the boy? He said to me, I must tell you his name. He said to me, a nice karate doll. And com comes complete. I don't know if you can see this with pin. Oh, wow. Oh, I won't do that again. Are you ready? Tom Ickin. Yes. Incidentally, ghouls come not only from Portugal, but they come from Mongolia. <laughs> In the Rinaldi. You like that old ghouls? I think that's a guy. Snappy bit. I also have a dandy little pill. Pill box all my own. These are sick pills. If you're well, you take a pill, you get sick. Say you want. <laughs> it's written on it. What do we got here? Typhoid! Say you want typhoid. Uh, oh, well, I'll have to take something out. Let me lay a little virus pneumonia on me. What is that? <laughs> I hope I have. Certainly am. Hmm. I'm awake. Goulardi's awake. He remembers everything. Say, that was a bad move, putting that acid off of your face, right? Not too bright. Remember. Always remember. <laughs> oh, that's... We had a car and a little letter one week. It's very upset. It's from a mother. Where's my wood? Where's it go? Smooth work, think. You commit. Get them backwards. Think. Maybe you're going to complain. She said she let her little boy send in for, uh, uh, whatever it was. She didn't know. And in return, he received two sheep and buttons. kid was a smart, right? He just said send for one. He's one kid, he gets one button. He obviously asked for two buttons, right? He deserves. Now I ask you, friend, is that a cheap tin button? <laughs> oh boy, is that cheap. <laughs> Wait, look. Guinea you couldn't get, Dick. Yes. And it says WJWTV. By the way, that's got to be a lot of money then. Green and white, two colors. And it says Buona Dawn Day. Oh, I don't see anything terribly cheap about that. <laughs> huh? Of course it's cheap. What do you think? You get something expensive? Get cheap. That's all there is to that. He <laughs> says. She hopes that covers the hole in my head. The disgusted mother. Well, tell you what I'll do, mother. You are an honorary ghoul katir. Now don't be disgusted. Be happy. I'll send you a very expensive cheap tin button. Okay, solid fun. Hey, let's go back to the acid, you want to? <laughs> Who threw the acid in your face, dear? How about that, boy? Isn't that tough? I think that's nice. Isn't that pretty? Huh? It looked better on the girl. Okay. I'm
on the
Classic MutinyRadio.fm. Remember to support us by clicking us some dough and coming down for the live comedy. Stay safe. Mm-hmm.
Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Eagleman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Eagleman. German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the French duh, not the Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. Looking forward to today's movie. And uh, it's a real, you know, and it's a new year. Welcome to the new year once again. Once again. I I believe this is our second show this month. Yes. Yes. Right. Fingers crossed. You are listening to us on mutinyradio.fm. Every Sunday at 2 p.m., we are sandwiched in between a full day of entertainment. Uh, Found Round Sound. Moscato is at noon, Pacific Standard Time. Ugly Sundays. After us. After us. And that uh, they usually go like four hours. It's really good. All so right. check out Muni Radio. You can go to muniradio.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast feed. Just search for the acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. And also subscribe Easy. to our YouTube channel. Did I just say that? What 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 is the name of the YouTube channel? Let's L watch L W A F L M O Y T. Oh, you know yeah. sign language too, like me. Yeah. Well, well someone asked me what my podcast was, and I went, "Ah!" And they punched me in the face. Uh, anyway, so we are excited. Carl is excited. We are watching a really exciting movie on YouTube. We want you to join us. Let us watch a full length movie. It's the movie that I read about. It's on YouTube. I'm really excited to see this one. We want you to go to YouTube. We want you to find this movie. We want you to listen to us and watch the movie at the same time. If that's too much work, just subscribe to the podcast. Carl takes care of it after our production. The YouTube channel. The YouTube channel. Subscribe to it. The podcast. And it is the same thing. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I've done the hard work. Yeah. You actually listened to our podcast, which is uh, hard work in itself. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Muni Radio is, uh, you can go ahead and donate to Muni Radio at Muni Radio on Venmo. .fm? Uh, oh. They're on Discord. Carl, I would love for us to hang out on a Sunday afternoon and uh-huh. listen to our show and just take questions from Discord. On the that'd Radio be interesting. We, yeah. we, 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 we listen to our show in real time and we stay, do, do we show a video of ourselves? No, we just chat. Whoa. I guess we could just chat or... I don't know how what a Discord is, but Mutiny Radio has one. And 
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T has its own Discord nice. away from Mommy and Daddy uh, uh, Mutiny Radio. Radio. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you can check us out there. You can Mutiny, check us out. Is that the one we'll be on, or will we be on Mutiny? Maybe we could tell Mutiny, because I don't think Mutiny's kind of barren, so if we spend two hours on it, it's going to be there forever. Yeah, maybe we could do it. Maybe we could say, hey, check us out on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T Discord instead of the Mutiny Radio Discord. All huh? right. Well, we'll. Uh, what do you? Which one do you want to do? You want to do mutiny because there's. The... Well, we could say, "Hey, we're at mutiny." I, I have executive decision. Let's I say do we do, we do it the first time on mutiny, and we yeah. clog up their Discord channel with our stuff. Okay. And then yeah, yeah. Keep us start, Christine. Anyway, Carl, I'm really excited. What is the movie we are watching this week? Today we will watch Dead End, 1937. Dead End, okay. 1937. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. I don't need to tell you how to spell Dead or End or 1937 even. But the channel we like is The Immortal Sun. I was just telling Carl, like, these names on YouTube, they're getting a little cocky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think well, we're reaching if prime If the son names. is immortal, does that mean that the father will not, no. was not immortal and the, and the yeah. son's kid will not be immortal? Yeah. So it's and then, the right. son. Yeah, his kid is probably like a million years old right now. Yeah. What no, if you were immortal now? That would suck. You would miss decades of centuries of like enjoyable life. Oh, now. yeah, we missed all the good stuff. Oh, I'm immortal stuff. now. What? Right before the apocalypse? Fuck. That's why I like it. So it's that you could be immortal. I'm like, yeah. 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 It's too late. Too late. I, 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 uh... Sure, for 1600s. Okay, well, imagine how boring it's going to be when the like world destroys itself, like when we are extinct, and you're still around. Why? Oh, what a bummer! <laughs> you can finally catch up on your TV shows <laughs> if there's TV. Oh God, that'd be horrible. Oh, what a horrible thought. Okay, so we want you to go type in "Dead End" 1937. Find yeah. the Immortal Sun is hosting the movie. Click the link, hit pause, move your timer to zero zero zero. We're really excited. Carl has interviewed a celebrity comedian that yes. celebrity comedian is going to tell a little bit about his or her life their life and then uh they're going to do the celebrity comedian countdown and when they say go you're going to hit the button gives you a couple of minutes find the movie get yourself ready meet a new person carl take it away <laughs> right stand by we're having technical difficulties with your intestines <laughs> don't bogart the humphrey dude <laughs> Oh, we're seconds away from that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Alex Grubard. Hello. Hey, I'm Alex. How are you guys? Thanks for having me, Carl. So we see each other out there on the comedy scene, some open mics, some shows and stuff. But I'm wondering if you're a relocated Philly comic. I am in, in one way or the other. It depends how you're asking. I did live in Philadelphia for almost seven years uh -huh. before moving to Jersey City, New Jersey, which is where I live now, where we're the, the epicenter of where we're running into each other. Yeah. The epicenter of the tri-state area, Jersey City. Everybody Certainly. knows that. Uh, you know, Newark thinks they're above us. And New York City, they're down to fifth, I think. It goes Jersey City, Newark, Philly. Long Island, New York. That's how I see things. But, <laughs> That's a unique perspective. Well, I'm a unique guy. I see the world through rose-colored glasses out here. 
town I live in is the coolest. Yeah, yeah I do. City. But I do love it. Yeah, I mean, I loved Philly, too. I lived in Philly for almost seven years. It was phenomenal. What a town. You're definitely a for real ass comedian who is in the clubs. I mean, you're a regular on the circuit of what? Helium, uh, Punchline, Wisecrackers. So you're out there. And one of the things I wanted to highlight about your career is an extremely successful show. It has toured the country. And this is Weeding Out the Stoned. It's like a game show. There's like yeah. one person who's not stoned. I'm seeing here Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, San Francisco, where we're broadcasting out of L.A., Buffalo. Tell me about uh, Weeding Out the Stoned. How did it happen? What's it all about? Where are we going to be next? Uh, Weeding Out the Stoned is the game show of sobriety tests. Like you said, it's a pack of comics. They're all high but one. We play a series of sobriety test games, and after each game, the audience eliminates somebody they think is high to try and leave the sober person left at the end. Uh -huh. And everybody wins prizes. So, yeah, it is a game show. I mean, at the time, living in Philly, there were a lot of um, – I started the show in 2015. But I had started other game shows like the year before. I did this show called Curses, the game show of swears, obscenities, and censorship. Uh -huh. I did another show called Electile Dysfunction that was an entire political season inside of 90 Minutes. So it was like, you know, you you announce your candidacy over the internet. You make a campaign video. The show happens. We air the campaign video. They come out. They make speeches, throwing their hat in the ring. Then uh -huh. you know, we do a debate. We do questions. Then they they go out. We do a vote. Then they come out and do concession speeches and victory speech. It was like, uh, no, both of those shows were fun. They would start to get a little press, like local press. Um, but then we did weeding out the stone, and it was just like. Oh, this is an instant hit. This was yeah, we're right. instantly selling out. Um, how that all those kinds of shows happen. So a lot of people were doing gimmicky shows like high concept, quote unquote, talk shows, game shows, variety shows. Right. And these two people like um, Kate Bamford and Aaron Evans, they uh, decided to throw a festival. Like I said, they just, they just happened, and so they threw a festival called Five Dollar Comedy Week, and it was thirty brand new shows. Every show is $5 per week, so like four shows a night. Gotcha. So, you know, I did like these things are happening around that time. The third $5 comedy week is when I pitched Weeding Out the Stone. Because truth is, I also realized as a guy who had lived in New York as a, you know, 22-year-old, I'm like, these festivals don't just fall out of the sky like this. That's like a really cool, fun thing. You can make, they give you a percentage of the door. It's in this town I live in. I don't have to travel. And it costs nothing to submit. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to submit all the time. And not, and really, I mean, I'm not kidding. I just was in the bathroom. Every time I was in the bathroom, I'm just rattling off show <laughs> ideas to them, just firing them off on my phone. I'm just like, ratemyprofessor.com, the show, you know, the Tumblr show, the Twitter show, whatever. And so, like, I mean, a million little ideas like that. Um, and it was super fun. I thought it was so fun to, like, think of them. You know, world's strongest magician. You know, just whatever. Yeah. Throw something at the wall. Because they even did things that were like the bit show, where it would be like a series of shorter shows. Okay. So like a 10-minute show, then a 9-minute show, then an 8-minute show. And so sometimes, like I would one time just submitted like the Philadelphia Eagles. And it was just like guys in uh, Eagles jerseys playing Eagle, Eagles songs. Okay. And, wow, you know, that's interesting. Exactly. So it's like a lot of bits. I did a bit uh, that I actually turned into a Weeding Out the Stone game. It was a, a bit show. It was like a three-minute show. It was called Helium Comedy Club. Helium was a big club in Philly. He is still. 
but it was just uh, comics take some helium. They just like you know, <laughs> suck in helium and then tell a joke. Helium Comedy Club. <laughs> so it was like, and there were tons of shows like that. There was, so the bit show was always like, it doesn't even have to be a real show. You don't have to do it for an hour. You can do the thing on this other thing for two minutes. And we're yeah. just a gag. It's a bit part of the weeding it's out the joke. stone. And then it becomes, a, and then I got, you know, thinking things like that. I got better at thinking of games and writing a run of show and writing at writing a press kit and putting all these things out so you can actually book venues. And, you know, I think having your own show, even I think of it like having my own TV show, even though it's mm -hmm. obviously not on TV and, and not for nothing. It's hard. <laughs> it's hard to put a huge production on, essentially a big production that's being filmed for nothing. But, yeah, you know, yeah. you figure it out, DIY or die, <laughs> you know. It's because um, you love it. I love it. I mean, I love the game show thing. I think they're super fun. At the time, around all this time going on, I definitely had this thought in my head of, like, what is a – since the internet is getting bigger and streaming platforms and et cetera, and this is seven, eight years ago I'm talking about, I was like, well, what's a show that just because of what it is, it can't air on television, it has to air on the internet. So I was like, yeah. a show about curse words, you uh -huh. know? And then I kind of got to, yeah, a show about marijuana, you know, about cannabis and that kind of stuff. Like I said, it was an instant hit, and I had already been doing game shows like once a month, like all year. So then I was just like, insert weeding out the stone into okay. this monthly slot at this venue only got bigger and bigger you know it was it was nuts so yeah that's weeding and weeding's still going you know yeah. i've got a show december 3rd in new york city and i'll go on tour again next april and you know all that kind of stuff april yeah. seems to be the month for it right april, april is, is the, the weeding out the stone month it has been you like it's kind of one of those like i can't do enough shows in april and then like may is like fine by the summer honestly like college kids are like home and it's a little like it's not our season yeah. but then back in the fall it's pretty good um but april it just builds to april <laughs> it's like uh it's ridiculous now you mentioned helium it's a huge club but it's also where you recorded your comedy special. They invited you to do it. Let me <laughs> yeah. teach you how to distill gin. What a weird title. <laughs> you how to distill gin. Was, is that a bit of yours? Or how did that become yeah. the title of it? Yeah, that's a joke of mine. And I just uh, thought it would be, I, I was, you know, talking to another comic and like throwing ideas for the title at him. And I, you know, it's a good buddy of mine that was like the only one he liked <laughs> out of the titles Perfect. i think i was probably trying to be a little too um oh i kind of almost wish i wish i titled it just gin <laughs> or something yeah. Or, yeah or whatever i don't know because it is long but it's then yeah you the distilled gin now it's it's Who regularly cares? played on sirius xm what yeah. what what are the what channel is it on uh so, one of the comedy Again, yeah, I mean, I forget exactly. There's like five of them. There's Comedy USA, and I have some tracks that are explicit and some that aren't. So uh -huh. it's like the way that that works, from my understanding, is like there's Raw Dog, there's Comedy yes. USA. Raw Dog does, they will play dirty stuff. Comedy USA doesn't. There's a couple of others, I think. Mm -hmm. I think there's five um, that play comedy regularly. And they do things like seasonally sometimes. So like I have some college stuff that I think gets played around the college like going back to college stuff mm -hmm. so i went back to college you know yeah. uh, we got a lot of material on that and that stuff is pretty clean so like i've got you know it's like a third of my track is kind of explicit and the rest is pretty clean 
Okay, now Alex Grubard, G-U-R-U-B-A-R-D, G-R-U-B-A-R-D. AlexGrubard.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Alex Grubard. I'm Alex Grubard on, like, everything. everything. Uh, yeah, I've got, you know, a link tree, all that kind of stuff. But if you just go to AlexGrubard.com or find me on Instagram, you'll probably find everything pretty easily for just straight yeah. up me. And then there's WeedingOutTheStone.com, and there's a Weeding Out the Stone account for, like, also everything. You can follow me or Weeding Out the Stone on Bands in Town even and find uh-huh. out when I've got shows for either one. Um, there's, you know, I've got just accounts out there with yeah. just pretty straightforward. But if there's one info. place, is it alexgrubard.com? Uh, alexgrubard.com, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah. you'll find everything else there. Yeah, all my social media are linked there. And yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. Now, Alex Grubard. Everyone at home is poised to press play at the exact same same time we do here in the studio. We're all going to watch this YouTube movie together. So why don't you go ahead, Alex Grubard, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right, all right. Here we go. All right. Thanks for having me, by the way. Guys, get ready. Three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for the Celebrity Comedian Countdown. Thank you, Samuel Goodwin, for presenting this film. Now, this isn't Goldwyn Mayer era. This is before the merger. This is before Mayer. Samuel Goldwyn was completely active on this film, producing it. Samuel Goldwyn Minor. Well, you know, there's a Samuel Goldwyn production movie house. Like, there's a, Uh a um, a production company called Samuel Goodwin, I believe. You see how Humphrey Bogart was listed first? Yeah. Yeah, that means we're watching not the first release. When the first release came out, uh, Claire, I forget her name. She's not in front of me right now. She was, she had top billing, uh, and it was not cool. So they fixed it in later release. What, he became like a superstar two seconds later, and they're like, well, oh, shit. I mean, yeah, he had already been a superstar um, uh he he had done a he had done another film. It's not right in front of me right now, but he had done another film in which he was a gangster, and so they just said, "Hey, he'd be good for this," and he just got it because it was easy. He had already had some success. Okay, here's our. We stayed in New York and in the river for many the years. The dirty banks of the oh, East River was lined with the tenements of the poor. Then the rich, discovering the river traffic was picturesque, moved into the houses eastward. I said it right, picturesque. Picturesque. And now the terraces of these great apartment houses look down in the windows at a tenement poor. That's not a very good job of gentrification if you get to look down at the tenement poor. Maybe that's what you want. Like you look down, you literally look down on the poor. Well, you'll see in this film, they literally look down on the poor. Now, what we're seeing right now is an extremely elaborate movie set. Interesting. They built those flannels? Yeah, they were going to be. They were going to do this, of course, on location in Manhattan. You see, this started as a play, so okay. you you know. Uh, but what oh. we're looking at right now, it really—that's a painting in the background. It oh. really is a a big lot. Now, this lot would get—they uh, would throw uh, garbage. You see how clean it looks right now? Ish, yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, Mayor would walk around. Goldwyn Mayor would walk. Uh, Oh, look at them. There's the fancy pants. Good old Sam. Yeah, he would say, like, clean up this set. And the director's like, it's a slum. So every night he would go and clean it up himself, personally. And he insisted that the opening 
This guy is sleeping on the wrong side of the docks. <laughs> Not the tracks, the docks. Yeah, like it's you can tell this is a miniature because there's a Lionel train behind it. That's now a big building. Richie Rich apartment building, and to the in front of him where he's walking is like a tenement building. Wait, didn't Richie Rich have a friend who's like his little poor friend? I I read I a remember. lot of Richie Rich, but I don't remember that. All I remember is Jackie Joker. Is that a problem? <laughs> he, had, he had a comedian friend. Corey Poor. Corey Poor. <laughs> the poor little poor boy. Rich okay, boy. so now we're going to get a little slice of life in the poor people tenement thing. Now this, this, oh, hey, watch it. I'm throwing, a, I'm going through garbage here. Oh, there's Oscar. Now he's going to pretend that a bug gets on him. And we'll see the really see real life bugs later. Oh, here's the rich contrast. Oh, that's their aquarium. <gasps> I no, think it's a bird. It's a bird. Yeah. Get it, Carl? It's a. It's they're in a prison. Now look how they Gilded literally cage. look down on the tenements. Yeah. Now that's a bad balcony as an example because it's so low to the ground. But they'll get into a scuffle with the rich boy there. Now hey. who will? Who will? The Dead End Gang! Now, one of the reasons why I was really excited to see this movie is because the Dead End Gang made about, I don't know, 150 million movies. Uh, they and made, yeah, 60. Different, mm -hmm. Yeah, and there was like 60. And 60 it's, movies it's, in 20 years. Yeah, well, I remember there was like a fake one and then one that would have one of the originals. Like, there's a couple of people in this yeah, movie. It, it broke off. There was three groups there were the dead end there were four there was the dead end kids we're seeing them right now we'll see right. them in eight movies the little tough guys the east side kids and the bowery boys so they went bowery through the boys. now this guy right here the little yes. jughead he's like in every single one right like yeah, he's he's the glue he is well spit is the glue and to his left there is dippy and he's glue too. If you don't have those two, one of those two, you might as well not make a Bowery Boys movie. What I what fascinates me about the Bowery Boys is that it's just like funny broad slapstick. You know, it's it's fifty minutes of your comedy pals fucking around. Right. But it was based on this really serious play that we're watching right now. Yeah. yeah. This is the first one. Uh oh. That's just uh a new kid who moved in. This kid here is TJ. He's one of the coolest ones. I want you to meet my kid, Samuel That's Goodwin Jr. Treat him right. <laughs> That's Milty. Um, All right. Spit it. Okay. Sitting down, hanging in the middle of, you know, he's getting his pointed at right now. Yeah. That's Dippy. Um, and then, now he didn't play Spit in the Broadway play, but, okay, I'll just tell you, Spit's name is Leo Gorsi. And he's one of the faces you see all the time. And all the other the one was Hunts Howe. Hunts Howe. Hunts Howe, that's right. He was the big one, too. Like, that yes. guy, like, if he wasn't in it, it's no point. Right. You needed to have one of those two. The other yeah. ones were familiar faces, but less so. Carl, I, uh, I was listening to the commentary track on Surf 2, The Vinegar Syndrome. And okay, one of the like people it. who wrote the, uh, the punk rock movie guide yes. was saying that they liked the the surfers because they reminded them of the Bowery Boys. Oh, interesting. And I was like, that's kind of the sentiment I was trying to express. Like, they look like kids like I would want to look like, you know, like of a cool kid. Right. Cool yeah. and poor. Well, even like uh, 
little girl got her hat sideways. She came up with that. Now, you know the kid in Charlie Chan? The little kid? Yeah. He, he the... will appear in this. Now, I don't think he's the one sitting in the... Okay, here's Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Yeah, and what we're seeing is he's just a regular kid. He doesn't want to drink this crappy milk either. Mwah. Mwah. And she's like, speaking French, Junior! She's like a teacher more than a mom. She's like... Doesn't she have to, like, help the rebel fight Darth Vader? No, because of her hair. Their hair. Okay, now we are meeting one of our main characters, okay? She is, um, well, in the thing, she's Drina Gordon. This is Sylvia Sidney, and okay. she, you might know her from Beetlejuice if you look at her face. She was top-billed until Bogart got all pissy. <laughs> no. Oh really? Is that no, right? I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, she she had a great long career. I'm just saying in our Who world. Was she, so was she a dead person? Was she the grandparents? Yeah, in the afterlife, she was like um, a caseworker explaining. Okay. okay, you two are dead. Remember, she had that gravelly voice. That was from all the smoking. Yeah. Right? You know, she has a beautiful, pretty voice. Uh, she had dozens of leading roles in the '30s. Um, and then less so as the years went on. But then she would, um, she would end. She was in the pilot of WKRP in Cincinnati. She was on Fantasy Island. She was in Mars Attacks. You remember the woman who was like, "They killed Congress." <laughs> That's her. Oh, very nice. Uh, Tim Burton likes her. Here yeah, we go. A little alleyway nice. talk. Carl, you remember when we would hang out in the fire extinguishers and yell at each other across the. Hey, Carl, how's it going? And our neighbors were like, will you guys shut up? Use the phone. <laughs> we'll get a lot of that in this film. We won't get the shut up part. We'll just get the nice, we're all connected as a community. Now look, that's rival girlfriend. Rival girlfriend. They're talking about Dave. Dave missed you last night. Yes, I came in late, I did. I tell you, I came in very, very late, I did. Then she's looking at rival girlfriend. Well, she went out with that rich woman. Oh, no. Hey, hey, what do you say? It's your turn for buggy pushing. I've been buggy pushing all afternoon. I tell you, Mike, I tell you, Mike, you gotta let him hear the voice. You gotta let him hear the voice every now and again, you see? Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, absolutely. Who's that new kid over there? Hey. Yeah. I loved you at Brick. You were great at Third Rock for the Sun. Joseph Levitt. You got it all wrong in Newsies, see? Yeah. Make it I'm louder not for the audience. Make it louder. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Like, Studio problem. You want to be in the gang, you got to give us a quarter. He's like, all I have is three cents. You want to blow this gang, you got to have a quarter. You got to have a quarter, see? You're all late. She wouldn't give me no quarter. You know, she keeps it stuck, don't you? You could steal it. He goes, forget it. You guys agree. Go on with you. Hey. You know how much three cents is worth? Three cents. In 1937 is worth in 1937. Oh, they did the old leapfrog trick. Yeah. Yeah. Always have an audience. Now look, he's throwing garbage on him. Now who's watching? 
The evil what developers? It's Humphrey Bogart. What, that little guy? That little shrimp there? Hey, it's great. I'm back in the OZ, back in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, get off, get off. She's the good one defending. Now, that's her little brother. You think it's funny? You think it's funny? Lady, you're scaring me to death. Is he Italian? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, spit. Come on, yeah, spit. come on, give it back to him, spit. Spit it up, spit. Now, you see how physical, I mean, it was a different time. You don't just go around being in people's face, pushing them, smacking. It's not just because it was a movie. You think, well, I mean, like, they're hotheads. They're teenage hotheads. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying it's much different than, I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe thugs would be doing that to each other. I don't know. You know, it's strange. We've watched movies like uh, uh, Street People, and that took place in present day. Yes. And if you remember, there was a guy sitting on the pier in Sausalito or what have you, and uh, Roger Moore comes up from behind and grabs the gun he happened to have lying on the pier. Yep. One of two guns. And it's one of those moments where you're like, do we really carry guns like that in the 70s? <laughs> or just in the movies, you know? And yeah, I, I right, see that with right. the violence, too. Like, Now, this is Dave. And Dave, we've seen a lot on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. He was in The Most Dangerous Game. Oh, really? He was the hero. And he, we just saw in Come and Get It last episode. That's right. Yeah, well, that, I remember him from Most Dangerous Game. He was Game. the son, uh, yeah, who, yeah. The, who fell in love with uh, the Francis Farmer. That's right. Come and get it. Come and get it. All oh. they're saying here is, like, why didn't you come out and meet this rich girl? I want you to meet her. You know, I was telling her all about when we were kids. Now, it's not implied, really, that she's a girlfriend. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's heading that way. Right now, we're just learning about how poor she is, how she's in a union, how they're picketing. Oh, there's rich girl. Ooh, she just blew a kiss. Yeah, rich girl is not interesting in real life. Um her name's Wendy Berry. Hey, Burton, she's playing Rich Girl. And she was a British uh, film actress. She was in American things, but she was mostly British. And She's been other... moving into American neighborhoods, gentrifying it, kicking it out the, the neighborhood. Oh, yeah, we got the pier. We could go swimming. Yeah, now they go into the Hudson River. Uh, are we on? No, I think we're on the east. We're, this is Manhattan. I mean, it's not really New York, but... Well, yeah, but we're definitely in a real place in Manhattan. Uh, I'll come back to where we are. I think it's the East River. He is talking now. This is Babyface, not Babyface Nelson, right? right? It's Babyface Martin. And you know they did it because of Babyface Nelson. Also, Humphrey Bogart. I mean, he's a classic gangster. Why not call him Babyface? He, he looks yeah. insanely young, too. Well, Let me I see guess. if I can get his voice going because I can't believe it's him. He's such a strange, act, strange actor. You know, like he, he doesn't look like he connects to people at all. I know, and it kind of—I don't know. It was yeah, people and he like died young too. He went yeah. away. Uh, he was like fifty-eight or something. Let me. I'll look it up here. 
He does the Vince Vaughn mumble. He does like the kind of Mae West mumble, the WC. Like his cadence is off for movies. He, he had just done this other gangster movie, and that's why they picked him. Now, the Maltese Falcon hasn't come yet. That's going to oh, make him That's the big one. Yeah. Oh, and, and was it Casablanca the same year? Um, 39, actually. No, I doubt it. No, I don't think so. No, 41. Think High Sierra was 45. 41. The Maltese Falcon was 41. And they, okay. you know, he became a superstar from that. Um, 46 was the big. Where is. It's probably 45. They probably rushed it out at the end of the war. Right. I don't remember. Who knows? But it was definitely not now because he wasn't that big actor yet. These. I guess I didn't write it down because I figure he's. Everybody knows him, you know? Yeah, of course. Okay, so what he's got, we're learning here is Babyface was out west doing his crimes and he's he had plastic surgery and he's decided to come back here one more time before he's going off uh to back to the west to see his mom and to see his old girlfriend that is his thug by the way the guy he just chased away yeah he's meeting dave who was like a childhood friend but not really a friend just an acquaintance one of the neighborhood kids why don't you give a listen a second Okay, yeah, let's see if I where I place it. No, she moved away a long time ago. The remote. Well, yeah, you're getting to be quite a headline, huh? All over the newspapers. Would you be around here? I ain't here. I'm out west. I got kind of again to see my old lady, Francie. You know, I ain't seen my Francie, mother in ten years. No, no, God bless Humphrey Bogart. But if this was a true Bowery Boys movie. There'd be no other adults talking for more than 20 seconds. But no, it would all be pranks on uh, rival gangs. Yeah. Or it would be Who are you pushing? A landlord. You, you know, know how many times someone got pushed in these movies? <laughs> Bowery Boys plots would be like, my mother got ripped off. Who did it? See? Ah, let's find out. I bet you it was Charlie Parker. Let's check it out. You know, and then they would go get the stuff back. And at the end of the film, see? All's well that ends well there, Satch. Yeah, I would have loved to have been in a movie house where they had like a 50 minute like B movie. Like you would go and you would see Tender as the Night with, you know, everybody. Shit. I heard that how hunts. Yeah, you would see the main feature, but they always did that. And I was just uh, like a like four or five years old when they used to do that. They would show the main feature, but then they would have this like feature.